Hello everyone, welcome back to Musings of a Fleet. I am Fleet. This is episode 29 for February 13th, 2020. It has been quite an eventful two weeks and I will get into that in a second. But first, I'd like to share a few quotes that I have found that seem to go with the theme of my life lately. So one from Eleanor Roosevelt, you must do the things you think you cannot do. Another from Mandy Hale, you don't always need a plan. Sometimes you just need to breathe, trust, let go, and see what happens. From Sheryl Sandberg, motivation comes from working on things we care about. And that's a big one because... Here's what happened in the past two weeks. So, I went to the beach cleanup. My son and I went to a motel the night before, so we didn't have to drive a long ways in the morning to get to the beach. So we just stayed there. We had fun. We just kept it on the movie channel. And so we watched Mrs. Doubtfire. I got to introduce him to my favorite actor, Robin Williams. And then after that, Bean's Holiday came on with Mr. Bean. And we both have already seen that movie and love it because, of course, we do. We're two goofballs. So it was fun. And the day afterwards, we went to the beach. We cleaned up for maybe about two hours or so, um, started heading back to the parking lot. And then my kiddo threw on his trunks and then we actually enjoyed the beach. He got to play in the water while I sat on a towel on the sand and just stared off into the ocean because it's so serene. I love it. I don't really get into the water a whole lot, mainly because I had a traumatic child experience. I felt something slowly wrap around my foot when I was in the water, and I remember just bolting out of there. And then ever since then, I didn't trust any water that I couldn't see straight through. I mean, it probably was just seaweed, but it in my head, it was this giant crab that was going to clamp down any second, and I have trouble going too deep in the ocean after that, but I try not to let my own fears project onto my kids, so I let him play whenever my boyfriend's with me at the beach. I'll let them both go deeper into the ocean, and I'm like, I'm good right here. I can kind of see, but I try to push myself. This time, though, just relaxing on the sand was perfect for me. So we did that. I also did more things with that organization that I was talking about before, Active Minds. I went ahead and officially joined. I paid my dues. I paid my dues. (laughs) And I also attended some volunteer events already. I did a Valentine's Day card-making booth event thingy for the children's shelter. I just did that yesterday. Um, And then before that, I did a tabling event, kind of an involvement fair thing to say, this is what the organization is about and you should totally sign up kind of thing. I didn't really do a whole lot of talking, but I stood there and I had a shift and it counts. So woohoo. And I can't believe I'm doing this because I remember believing I was never going to join any organizations because it's people and it's crowds and oh crap. But this is surprisingly easy for me. And I'm wondering if it's because I'm around a bunch of younger people. You know, it's not as intimidating because these are younger. I'm trying not to use the word kids, but they are significantly younger. And at this point also, being a mother of a child that you have to talk for sometimes and work for things for that child, you get a little no craps given, you know, like the edge is worn off by them. And the whole age thing doesn't really matter about the students, and it shouldn't matter, obviously, 
But I feel like it's a very good intro into dealing with the human race because deep down, we are all humans who are just winging it, just trying to figure out how life goes and do what we think is right, you know? So it's a good thing to be with people who aren't pretending they've got it all figured out. (laughs) And uh, once I get up to the bigger leagues, you know, up to the workforce, the career, what I'm trying to get involved in, I feel I won't be as intimidated because we're all in different stages of the same thing, being human. And so I really think that joining this organization is going to help me. In fact, I've already been feeling the urge to do other things. And I know that it could just be adrenaline. (laughs) But I mean, there are things I've wanted to do in the past that I've been too scared to. And I think that it would be a great opportunity in the upcoming years, I don't know, to maybe dabble in some other areas like I've always wanted to be in a musical. I think that would be so much fun. You know, a play slash musical. I think I'd only do it once just to do it, but you know, knock that off of my checklist. Another thing I've wanted to do is maybe learn more about making movies. I have already made homemade DVDs of my nephews and nieces for our family to enjoy. And everybody loves them and everyone always wants me to make the next one. I haven't made one in over five years, maybe. Also, all the kids are growing up now. But it was so much fun. I would make these clips of, like, one of my nephews was a ninja warrior, and I would do the music, and I would make him act out these things, and just kind of create a story out of him just playing. And it was so much fun. I have all of the editing software here, you know. I also want to do some movies with my son. He wants to make a Minecraft movie, and we can totally do that. I just need to find the motivation and the time. So those are just a few things that I want to dabble in. Even though I mentioned the musicals, I that would require me actually going out and singing more. And I think if I come across some type of singing competition, I might try it. That would be so much fun. Not necessarily to win it, but just to prove to myself I can get in front of people again. Uh, I think I may have mentioned this. I can't remember. But when I was a teenager, over a decade ago, I used to lead or co-lead the teen band at my local church at the time. I would play acoustic guitar and I would sing. And before that, I did the tambourine uh, when I was even younger. So I was the tambourine girl and then I turned into the acoustic guitar girl and the singer. And so I know I have what it takes to stand in front of people, but I lost it somewhere. As you probably know, I developed social anxiety somewhere along that long path and haven't been in front of a crowd like that ever since. I've been starting to dabble in it now with school and I'm hoping to ride that motivational train to just get out of my shell even more. In fact, in a couple of days, there is going to be a career fair at my university and I am planning to go and speak to a couple of these companies and asking about their internships because uh, they have these programs where they will pay their interns pretty good amount of money and also help you through college, you know, either pay for your college or whatever, pay some of it. And for my end goal, which is software developer, I think this would be a very good opportunity to see about just getting an internship since a lot of these programs require that you have one anyway. Why not do it, you know, as soon as possible? And I'll explain my situation. I'm going back for psychology, but I already have an associate's in computer science. 
and I plan on getting my master's in information systems. And maybe this will be a good kickstart for the rest of that. And sure, I'm terrified because I know I'm not as qualified as many other people would be. But that does not matter because I know that I have the drive and I have the will and I have the heart. I have the heart, people. And an internship, I mean, that's the point. You don't have the qualifications. You're there to learn. So I'm constantly telling myself that. I have noticed something about myself. I tend to find all the reasons why something will not work as I'm deciding whether or not to do something. And that's a pretty self-defeating way to think. So I am definitely trying to change the way my brain instinctively responds to things. I am trying to spin it in a more positive light. Like, ooh, how many good opportunities can come from this instead of, well, what if this doesn't work out? And the what if zone is a very dangerous zone. I found this article that I'm going to share and it's called How Living a Life of What Ifs Can Send You Spiraling. And it says that if you keep going into these what ifs, you will eventually not pursue these great opportunities like travel, adventure, because you're already planning for something to go wrong, that you could be setting yourself up to feel regret and frustration. And by asking what if, you're also putting uh, everything that you're being faced with in a negative light. And sometimes we say that we're just trying to be careful, you know, we're just trying to be prepared, but that can very easily turn into a justification, you know, for not doing anything. And whether we mean to do it or not, it can become a self-defense mechanism. And this kind of goes back to my episode with Mukau, where we encourage travel, trying new things, stepping out of your comfort zone, because you find growth when you go through a place that you had previously closed off. And so this article talks about trying to turn the negative questions into positive ones. Like, what if I have a blast on this trip? Or in my case, what if I end up getting an internship that will pay for the rest of my school? I know I'm just full of quotes today, but I think of that one that says, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That is by Wayne Gretzky. And so I am trying to live my life by that right now. A little update on my son. He has been doing so much better at school and he had like the longest record of all smileys in his behavioral chart last week. And so I am very proud of him and I can't wait until he's old enough to be in social skills group, which is eight. So he's got a little less than a year and I'm hoping that he'll be able to develop some more social skills as time goes on. In fact, I believe I need a social skills group. Doesn't everybody, I mean, we would benefit from that if it was part of general education, just a social skills class. Is there one? I mean, maybe some people have that already, but I really think that our school could have benefited from that. I mean, I know that it was kind of peppered into multiple classes, but they need to have just one specific class dedicated on how to deal with other people. So that's been my life for the past couple weeks. I started counting calories lately because I just need to be more mindful of what I put in my body and sometimes just seeing it in a numerical quantity helps, you know? I don't binge eat as much and I think that it's going to be helpful. I've lost about a pound and a half already. I know that I could accelerate it by exercise, which if you recall, I said I was going to be going to Zumba Strong once a week. 
And then one Monday I had to meet up for a study group and it was way more responsible than going to the gym at the time. So I had to miss it then. I was even all dressed up for the gym and it just ran over. And I'm like, you know what? I, I need to be here studying for the test. So I had to skip it. And then the next Monday I had a doctor's appointment that I could not reschedule. Uh, it just didn't work out. So there was no way I was going to be able to go. But I do still plan on doing Zumba here with my DVDs at home and the gym whenever I can. In fact, I'm about to go do Zumba right now after this episode because I would like to have a little bit of extra calories for dinner. So I'm going to go do that. And I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. By the way, if you are on iTunes, I would really appreciate it if you gave this podcast a five-star review. Of course, if you think I deserve it. If not, then, well, I'm still growing. So with that, I'll talk to you next week. Have a great rest of your day. I hope you have a great Valentine's Day, too. See ya.